This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. The Believe Podcast Network presents the FCS Football Podcast with Joe DeLeon. Well, let's get fat. I am a soothsayer. Welcome back to another episode of the Believe in FCS Football Podcast, part of the Believe Podcast Network. I'm Joe DeLeon, joined by my former roommate, former teammate at the University of Rhode Island, Mr. Sean Anderson. Why, why are you giggling already? What's the what's the giggle going on? Just your your pre-show meltdowns. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even like a meltdown meltdown this time. It was just you, your inability. Something was in my eye, and then I started yeah. coughing and wheezing. Um, I, well, I, I was thinking to myself while I was doing the open, like, talk about a professional turnaround there. Just hop right into it. No no flinch, no nothing. We're, the one, we're the one take boys. That's what we are. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we mess up. We do it regardless. We're also the boys that don't stay on topic, according to the comments on our, <laughs> our consistent comments on the YouTube video. Were there new ones? Um, we get one from time to time. Usually get like one a video where some jackass comes in and is like all BS uh, or like 40 minutes of BS and no football talk, which I, I think everybody knows at this point. <laughs> everybody knows what they're, what they're signing up for. That person I doesn't mean, get the bit, I guess. The the remaining 899 people that tune into the video seem to enjoy the content. So you're the only person well, who's complaining. I don't know. That's a, enjoy is a strong word. <laughs> Suffer through. Is that the word we're looking I, for? How, how often do you air check the shows? Uh, from time to time. When I, I'll when do I it. I'll, I'll listen. I'll be like, what the F were we talking about? When I, I, And then I'll try it's to... It's not I'll, that bad. I, I'm just sitting there like, how did this... What happened? What happened before the show that they're now talking about this? Uh, and for today, uh, Joe was basically stabbing himself in his own eye with his finger because he thought that would be the best remedy to get something out of it in his barren apartment with nothing on the walls and it's just dust floating around it's because i'm in the corner um what was i gonna completely detracted i forgot what i was gonna say wow we're so distracted we managed to distract ourselves all right well sean we got football to talk about we have the Semifinals that happened this past weekend. And Sean, this was a, a rough weekend for us. This was a really bad weekend for us. God, we had was two it? games to pit to pick. Well, we both picked incorrectly. It was everybody went out of their way to remind us and let us know that we made mistakes justifiably. We were stupid this week. Uh, um, it, was, it was rough for us, but you know, the South right. Dakota State boys, they probably had a little yeah. a little more invested. I don't think it was fair that that one person said that we you were we were drinking the STSU Kool-Aid because of the, the trip that we went on. I don't think that was fair. Yeah, two weeks ago, I picked Villanova over them. Right. Jackass. If you critically evaluated both teams, I think a lot of people picked South Dakota State. Montana State had the advantage of playing at home, and they, a couple of other things went well for them, and we're going to talk about that. But I, I don't think that was an unreasonable... It's not like we picked some crazy upset. I, no, I don't think we did either. Um, no. So it's uh, 
zip it next time. I'd say if you, think, <laughs> if you think that we have any loyalty, if you think we have any loyalty to anybody in the FCS, we don't. I, we we do Kennesaw. A little a little roadie loyalty, yeah. but we also still consistently oh, bash our former they got team. A, they got they a, do stupid shit. The airplane, the airplane bit. They got a bashing. So we we no loyalty towards anyone, not even each other. I, no. Joe was throwing me threw me under the bus horrifically a couple weeks ago, and, and Sean I has done the same you. for me already this season. It's cutthroat. <laughs> it's the FCS. <laughs> Make that into a T-shirt. Uh, speaking of cutthroat, from what I understand, Sean, you did not have a very good weekend betting, uh, especially what because of the decision to How do well, you the, know the that? Pats pick. The Pats pick. I know about the Pats pick. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, okay. Share with me how you did. How did you do? Awful. Awful. Awful weekend for me. I, hey, you know when you have Tom Brady on a team and you're like, you know, he's got a whole bunch of great weapons before the game. And you're like, oh, I know the Saints normally when they play the, the, the Bucks, they score some points. They, they play up to the Bucks level. Uh, and you say, hey, I'm going to take the over, and it ends up being a 9-0 game. Uh, <laughs> you're kind of sitting here like, oh, well, this is this is about awful. Why did I do that? But then you're like, oh, well, I kind of had a little bit of fun, or I, I, or at least felt something in a, in a society today where not many people, I think, are really feeling anything except for anger mm-hmm. towards whoever. Um, but if you want to feel something other than that, sometimes you feel joy, and you can do that <laughs> at betonline.ag. Now, I cannot promise this, I can't promise that you will be happy uh, if you if you use betonline.ag. Uh, but they are a very, very great sponsor for the show. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BLEAV50 to receive your bonus. And let me know your picks. I like hearing your picks. It happened a couple times. I'm like, oh, these people are juiced up. Uh, we're, talking, we're talking a little bit of gambling. Joe will never do that with me, ever. Yeah. He will never talk to me about gambling. It's a it's talking to a wall when I'm doing that uh, with him. I understand it. I just don't. I have made five bets in my life, and all five of them I have gotten incorrectly. Actually, one of them hit because I took I, you I to a casino and you didn't make a bet. I was broke as shit then. What do you? I didn't have a job. I was making less than ten thousand dollars a year, and this was post college. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. You you should be encouraging that. What the hell's wrong with you? It's an act of camaraderie, and I thought we were closer than we were. Uh, apparently, are. I made a bet when we were in the when we were at Twin River. If you're, oh my God, you are bringing up things from four years ago, Joe. Was it four years ago? Hold. It was a shit. while ago. That hurts, dude. Um, but look, we thirty before we know it. The li- oh, God. <laughs> Jesus. I know that's like the I'm worst be thing to say. Twenty-four in like two months. Yeah, I'm sorry for you. Yeah, that's the real downhill. Like everyone talks about the hit, he hit 22 and it's it's like, oh, this sucks. But 24 is the downhill. That's the real downhill. Yeah, Taylor Swift isn't saying I f- I'm feeling 24. <laughs> because then you're kind of like, oh, I can't, I can't do things. You know, I, I can't I can't right. be a jackass. Um, it, it, what is this still a read? Uh, yeah. Yes. So if you're listening and you like uh, if you like to put a little action on the games, let me know it. I like I. I'll tell you, I'll just say good pick, bad pick. That's all I'll say back. And I think that could be a fun little game that we get to play on social media. So tweet it at me at Sanderson Radio. Don't tweet it at Joe at Joe DeLeon. He won't, he, will, he won't care about it. I will care. Colin, every single time that you feel the need to make like any type of, because he's been making picks for the bowl games. If every time you pick a game, tag Sean. He wants to know what your, your pick oh, is. Oh, God. No, I see his um, timeline. No, Sean, that, that, that Bucks game, though, that like made me think about how much of a massacre it was this week in fantasy. Like, what the Dude. absolute hell? I, I was got, I'm in the 
number one seed in the playoffs, and I I might lose my matchup because of this. Dude, there were forty total touchdowns scored on Sunday. Insane, insane. Well, if you don't want to be massacred by your significant other, make sure you get her a fantastic gift from Lightbox Jewelry. Say goodbye to dull gifts. Lightbox lab-grown diamonds are the brightest gift of the year using cutting-edge technology and innovative techniques. They've cracked the science of sparkle, creating the highest quality lab-grown diamonds you can find at a light price, $800 per carat. They have the same chemical makeup of natural diamonds, but just are grown in a lab. Because of their process, they can create stones in blush pink and beautiful blue, as well as classic white. Lightbox lab-grown diamonds are the gift they'll never want to take off price, so they won't have to. They really do make any outfit sparkle. Visit lightboxjewelry.com and add sparkle to your holiday shopping. That's lightboxjewelry.com. Lightbox diamonds, never a dull moment. Why are you holding the mic like that? Because... It looked like you were in a press conference with your dry read. So it sounded like you were just, oh, you know, you're doing shit. coach talk. Eat shit. All right, Sean. We had two games this weekend for the semifinal. We know who's headed to the playoffs. No one seed, uh, a two and an eight seed. North Dakota State is going to face Montana State on the 8th of January um, in Frisco. I don't believe we will be in attendance as of right now unless something drastically changes but Sean this is a uh, a very fun matchup and we have to discuss the games that happened this past weekend starting off with North Dakota State James Madison the Bison beating James Madison 20 to 14 and this game was very seesaw-ish it was North Dakota State full power in the first half Uh, I even tweeted out that it felt like there was a, a serious advantage for the Bison. JMU looked overwhelmed. There was limited uh, protection for Cole Johnson. It felt like he was being swarmed. They couldn't establish the ball on the ground, and JMU couldn't stop their, their run game. And then things shifted as JMU scores some unanswered points. They get back on track, and they end up losing basically off of a last-second attempt to get back into the game. Or not last-second, but a late attempt to get back in the game uh, in an interception by Cole Johnson. So not Cole Johnson's best performance, but still a, a very hard-fought battle for James Madison. Could not pull off the victory in this one as the Bison are heading to yet another national championship. It's uh, I'll tell you what, people were all up uh, on Twitter. Everyone that was They were all for this Lipke uh, guy from North Dakota State. They're all for me. Holy crap, man. Dude, I was hoping you'd comparisons, bring I'm like, okay. We've been watching it all season. Now I'm hearing uh, Hunter Yuschik or, or Hunter Ricard. <laughs> like, okay, he is the, he is too big to be compared to Yuschik. Yeah, I don't so, it, nothing like Yuschik. I felt, don't even. It I, felt almost like, hack. It it felt like a Peyton Hillis type game. That's yeah. what Hunter who Hunter Lipke Lupke. We're gonna get called out for mispronouncing his name. I'm just waiting for it. I'll go Lipke. No, the the announcers are saying Lupke Hunter Lupke. Lupke. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Lupke. But he gave me like this Peyton Hillis type vibe because Peyton Hillis was a was a fullback. They asked him to step in and play running back for, for that one good season he had with the Browns. And then he took off. And that's kind of what we got here. We knew he was a good fullback. And then he takes over, gets all these carries, gets all these receptions. And he has a huge performance because nobody could freaking tackle him. That's the. I hate this comparison that I'm going to make. And I'm not forcing it for anybody that needs to know that. <laughs> um. You know when 
the Patriots do something and you're like, how could they have that up their sleeve? Like the like the game against Buffalo where they just ran it 35 times. You're like, how did they know that that was going to work? How did, how did they were they just sitting on that all year? Were they just did they just know that eventually they're going to play JMU and then they're going to use their fullback as their main running back and give them 19 <laughs> carries and that's going to be the key to their offense? How, like did they just know how do you know that? And then you're frustrated because like mm, you kind of wish it was just like oh he's just jumped right on the scene, man. Look at this. He's having a hell of a game. Whereas probably in practice it's like hey, Lipke you're getting th- you're 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 the offense this week. Go out and do your thing. And I'm just sitting here like a fan, just just wondering, like, like I, I don't know if it's a bit or not. I don't know. I I don't know if this is something that you can just have up your sleeve for an entire season and then use it in a game that, that determines whether or not you go to the championship. <laughs> so uh, credit to North Dakota State, uh, but I feel like a mark uh, walking around not knowing what's going on. Yeah, Hunter Lupke for me, and by the way, I would like to double down on my Peyton Hillis comp because oh, Lupke's go. listed at six foot one, two thirty six. Peyton Hillis was six foot one, two forty. I think that's a pretty good comp right there. Like, I don't think that's that's not a reach. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna run that by Ryan. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna text you know Ryan. I'll run that by right now. You no, keep no, talking. I'm, t- I'm texting I, Ryan right now. Nope. I got Fine, it. you text him. Yep. But you know, you're talking about how Lupke has been a really strong piece for this team but this was his season high and I would it's probably his career high too in rushing the most amount of rushing attempts this guy's had is 10 and he was 10 for 40 against you and I he, he has been a relatively unknown commodity and it felt like the way that this played out is that they started to realize okay they have no answer for Lupke and most teams are a little bit more consistent in in bottling up uh, Lupke, or not, maybe not bottling up, but they're less averse to, to giving up big gains to fullbacks. And James Madison just could not tackle him. And I think part of it, too, is that they couldn't really get things rolling with Cam Miller on rushing attempts. Qu- Quincy Patterson, things didn't really work. Tamarick Williams, who's usually their guy, only 2.4 yards per carry. And as soon as you have the hot hand, you have to roll with a guy like that. It made me so excited seeing a freaking fullback take over a football game to go over 200 yards from scrimmage and have two receiving touchdowns. It it, it feels so old fashioned. And I'm glad that in the year of 2021, soon to be 2022 with all these stupid uh, air raid offenses that sometimes barely work in some of these conferences that we've got a fullback dominating a playoff game that sent a team to the national championship. It feels like the Colts. That's what it feels like to me. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Taylor, go ahead. You do your thing. Go ahead. You you ice you ice the game, sir. You do that. You close it out. And we're just going to keep winning games. And Cam Miller, of course, was, you know, that's what it feels like to me. Um, and it's a good game. Entertaining game. JMU fans, uh, I don't know. We keep on thinking that they've got it really good or they've had it really good. They've been a good team. Well, they got like one ship in the last six years, you know? So, right. They've been consistently good, but have not won really that many national championships because they've been competing with the Bison. It would have been a good send off before they leave the CIA. Um, if they had made it, I think that would have been a better look. Because um, now you're like, oh, here we go. Where, where are we going to? We didn't even win the FCS, you know? But that's a, that's a, not a Rube's take. 
but it's it's kind of a half rube take for me. You know, it's it's not a it's not a big point of emphasis to 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 leave with uh, a ring, but it would have been cool, I guess. Uh, if you, I if honestly, I honestly disagree. I even though I picked James Madison, I wanted to see them win this this matchup, and I th- or not that I wanted to see them win it. I thought that they were going to win this matchup. I, I have a little bit more rooting interest, I think, in seeing North Dakota State because I, I didn't want. James Madison to just win a national championship and then walk off to the FBS. We, we see that all the time. It happens with all these other programs that have moved up that have been really good in the FCS. And then they just disappear into the FBS where they're quality teams, but they don't really do a whole lot more than that. You get your app states and your coastal Carolinas that are highly competitive, but they're not going to compete for an FBS national championship. I, I would rather stick with a team that lives for the what's the word I'm looking for? The identity of the FCS. And I don't know if North Dakota State's ever going to move up. It feels like if they were going to do it, this would have been the time to do it. But to see it stay within the FCS, uh, to me, that there's a lot of pride in that. I tell you, uh, App State didn't look very dominant against Bailey's Epi. Oh, no, 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 I, no, I, don't, no. I don't know how we didn't bring that up earlier. Um, congratulations uh, to Bailey's Epi. Absolutely. I know he's a friend uh, of the show. Uh, yeah, close personal friend of the show, Bailey's Epi. Um, <laughs> Who I'm too scared to text because if I get left on red, that's gonna be like, oh, <laughs> it's gonna be devastating. Yeah, it's not devastating. <laughs> but I'll be like, okay, I, I, he's he's now too big to to do anything to acknowledge. Uh, but right. set the FC FBS um, single season uh, passing yards record and touchdowns record yes. beat Joe Burrow's uh, 2019 record there. Insane. It's a, big, it's a big deal. It's a massive deal. And it deal. came from the FCS. He didn't come from freaking Ohio yeah. State like Dude, Joe Burrow did. He's on the all FCS team at Western Kentucky, which is what it is. He's Jareth Stearns, and then you have uh, Cofield <laughs> from uh, North Dakota State. I, it's um, it's really impressive uh, coming from Houston Baptist where we saw him, uh, I guess, his rise there. And then he was Mr. Fat Stat. And then now he's at Western Kentucky, and he just balled out. So congratulations. Just a little just a bumper in between our uh, mm-hmm. our next game. Yeah, absolutely love seeing that from from Bailey Zappi. And let, let's sit on the next game as we know that the Bison are moving on. Montana State defeats South Dakota State 31-17. to This game was played on Saturday. And, Sean, this game was really odd to me watching because the whole time I'm, I'm watching it, I'm, I'm thinking, all right, they're giving up these runs to Mellet, who's picking up chunk yardage and it felt like they were just running quarterback power or quarterback draws the entire game. And I kept thinking to myself, all right, at some point they're going to, they're going to figure it out and they're going to stop them because they'd have a couple plays where they would kind of bottle them up and then it would be third and long. Mm -hmm. And he would have this one-on-one coverage situation where he couldn't really get the ball to him. And I'm like, there's no way that this is, is sustainable, but eventually he started completing those passes because they were so desperate to try and stop him. They were filling the box and he continued to run away with this victory. Um, they had a pretty easy job winning this football game. It felt like that they were in control the entire time, even though South Dakota State, I think, had a lot more offensive firepower. But Mellet proved me wrong, who I talked down on a little bit this past week. Dude, Montana State rushed the ball 42 times. Mellet had 34 of those rushes. It's insane. That's your quarterback. Well, so uh, we've, I need to mention, Isaiah Fonzi did not play in this game. Yeah. He was unavailable. Uh, chronic knee pain or something like that was the uh, yeah. Uh, indication. Yeah, Mellet, 34 rushes, 155 yards, and two touchdowns. 
what the hell, man? And then well, passing nine for 14, 229 yeah. yards and two touchdowns. That is. That's a fat stat. That is a fat stat. That's a fat day. And then we're seeing not a rise, right? It's not a rise, but it's a new. It's a new face. Montana State. It's a new Montana State because all year. We're not running the rock with the quarterback. We got a, a Fonzie. And I know it's a, they, I know had, it's, they had they did not have any of that with McKay. No. None of what they're doing right now they had with McKay. And, and now it's like, wow, we just walked into Narnia. And now who's gonna stop us? Come stop us if you can. We, we're running we're running that rock, and then we're gonna throw it when we when we need to. And we have the defense. And oh dude, how Their defense, holy crap. Troy how Anderson. Upset, how upset it makes me that now yeah. all the draft guys are on Troy Anderson. Uh, when you just knew Montana State fans deserve better. He should have been getting recognition way before this. He should have. Uh, but it should have been all year and not just now when it's the playoffs. And I know he's stepping yeah. up. He had that awesome fourth uh, fourth and shortstop. Uh, he's a stud. He, but I'm just you know, like, wow. Everybody's now jumping on the train. And then we were before them. And before us, before us, we're, but people actually know about FCS football. Mm-hmm. And, well, ninety nine percent of of the draft media people on social media they're they're the real hacks. They're God. the biggest hacks because they no, don't know about a guy until they see their name announced on a senior bowl watch list. Most of them have no idea who who any of those guys are. They they have they know very very little if it's outside the big schools. It's frustrating because you just wish more people would know about them, and and I wish more people did. I just wish it was less. Twitter draft people, if that yep. makes sense. I I, I want to hear people talking about it like at a bar instead of <laughs> somebody that you know following two thousand followed by two thousand one hundred. If that makes sense, <laughs> you just exposed the entire draft. Twitter they all are hacks. Community. They yeah hack hack hack. Well, the, hack, the ratio hack. thing is funny though, because all of them have the same like two thousand to two thousand one ratio. It's, it's disturbing. Um. No, I think Trey Anderson, I think, could turn into a household name in the NFL. I he think could. He, he's going to be because he's a freak athlete. It's just nobody knows about him. It's it's the people are talking bias of, of not paying attention to these these FCS Midwestern guys. I agree. And I, we played against Troy Reader, right? At Delaware. Yes, we, we did. Yeah, I yes. those those somewhat rhetorical. You should. Yes, we did. Sorry, um, I got a text message. I got this. OK, that's all work, it was. Um, work text. We see him playing for the Rams a lot of time. I'm like, okay. I remember Troy Reader at Delaware. He's probably gotten better since he's joined the NFL. Um, I'm seeing Troy Anderson at Montana State. I'm thinking, how much better would he be if he's in the NFL? You know, how what does that development jump look like? We're looking at an absolute stud. Uh, so, I mean, happy people are learning about him, but I'm also not happy. And it's not like I think either of us need credit for that either. Nor do we. No. We don't deserve it either. Um, but, dude, crazy game. You just don't see games like that where the quarterback is running all over the place and then he's making throws that win you the ball game. It doesn't happen because there's always mistakes and there's mistakes and you're like, he's going to get hurt. He's going to get hurt, right? You, you text you texted me that. during. I, the I said, yeah, I said that too. He, he has, because he's a young guy and we see this a lot with these young quarterbacks when they step in with limited experience. They are really aggressive running the football. They are downhill. Like they Schmidt. are like yeah, Schmidt's they, run last year. 
they want to take as much content tact as possible because they want to fight for those extra yards. But what that always ends up leading to when you get to the 30th carry, it leads to a concussion or um, a contusion or some type of injury that'll keep a guy out. But the, the dude's a tank. Dude. He's not big either. That's the weird thing. I don't know. He's not he's like 190 pounds. Dude, you see his arm. Isn't is, he's still a freshman, obviously, because he's not all cut up and, and shredded yet. His arms yeah. are like. Joe's arms. No offense, Joe. No, I'm not. I'm not saying shit. What is that? No, I'm just saying. You know what? It, you know what I mean. That was a. That was. A, that's not a jab. That's not a. It's a. That was a jab. It's like a, a holder's arms is what I should. Oh, what, so my arms are like a holder's arms. You know what? Yeah, they are. All right, I see how it is. That's how it is. That's how it's always been, and that's how it currently is for Mellet. Whereas in the off season, that's when you start getting your first winter there. You start uh, pumping, and the, you're good. Um, cause he's a quarterback. He's a freak athlete. So he's obviously going to get shredded. Uh, never happened for you. Uh, also definitely never happened for me. So let's, let's get that straight before you start getting all, Oh, what was up? Yeah. Tubby. Yeah. So just <laughs> shut it down over there. Uh, uh I will it, say that with Mellet though, I'm mm-hmm. watching the entire game and every time he took a snap, I was just watching and in, in anticipation of him rushing the football again, it was like, all right, where's he going to run with the ball this time? It felt like the same play over and over again. And I, it's so frustrating as an observer of a game like this and saying to yourself, like how the hell is South Dakota state not doing something to at least slow him down or stop him? Because when uh, I, I'll, I'll actually draw on some experience here, uh, which I, I think we don't do enough of in, when in the halftime, either have good half times or bad half times. And if you have <laughs> just gotten ran the hell over for uh, two quarters, that halftime is here's your, Point A, what we need to do, and that is this needs to be corrected right now, start of the third quarter. Obviously, for South Dakota State, that's stop the quarterback run. That's what that Up is. The middle to every play. <laughs> that's what is being said. And they couldn't stop the quarterback run. Oh, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe the imposing of will that, that it was. And you're just like, wow, South Dakota State, man, they look good. They looked good all, all postseason. Pierre Strong Jr.'s back, and you're like, oh, here we go. Oladoka. And they had Strong game. Jr. had the had a big rush early on in yeah. the game, too. As soon yeah. as I saw that, I was like, oh, this is going to open the thing up. This is going to get them some momentum. It was just suffocating defense for Montana State and an offensive scheme that was just about unstoppable. Yeah, that pass rush was... So aggressive. And South Dakota State had success running the ball, and that was what was leading to them putting points on the board and then moving the ball down the field. But in any third and medium situation, Oladokun was smothered, and it kind of worked the opposite of what we expected, or at least I expected, because I thought that Montana State was going to move the ball, and then occasionally on some drives, they would get stuck in third and seven, third and ten, third and eight, or whatever. And then because Mellet is not an experienced passer, would sit and look around and then get hit because he's overthinking that experienced kind of thing. passer. That didn't, Ex- that didn't happen. Experienced player. Yeah. It's not, that, that's what I think we were banking it off of. We were saying, okay, maybe they'll get lightning in a bottle, but for the most part, I'm going to go with the savvy vets at South Dakota State. Mm-hmm. Uh, wrong. We were wrong. I have a take that I know certainly is going to anger the Montana State fans, oh, but that's what we do on this podcast is anger people, apparently. I am excited for the development of of Mallet, and I think that he is going to turn into a high-quality, talented FCS quarterback. But I'm telling you right now, 
if he doesn't still develop his traits as a passer, he is not going to be that hard to stop. And I think this upcoming week, he's also, or not this upcoming week, in the national championship, he's not going to be that hard to stop. The way that you stop him was clearly apparent in this game because it happened early on. If you force him into third and eight, third and long, and he's in these one-on-one, you know, they kept trying to get these one-on-one man coverage situations to get the ball out. And he made some really good throws, but that's not going to work every single time. If you can bottle him up and slow down that run game, which is easier said than done, but North Dakota State has the defense capable of doing that, it is easy to slow down this offense. I know that sounds like an outlandish take to say, but watch it against North Dakota State. It is going to happen. They are going to prevent him from picking up yards early and easily, and they're going to come after his ass. And they're not going not gonna to allow those one-on-one man coverage situations like South Dakota State did. It's going to be a lot harder to move the ball against North Dakota State than it was South Dakota State. Any other uh, thoughts on the championship game, Coach? Eat shit. Okay. Well, that's, that concludes our press conference. Uh, the Zoom will be sent out to other members of the media. Uh, remember to credit uh, Leaving FCS Football Podcast. Okay. Um, I, you, I didn't think we were going to start talking about the championship game today. I'm just pointing out that I think that Montana State fans need to not get ahead of themselves and think that this is the next Trey Lance. I think that we need to. I I haven't seen that, but I know how going to happen. I know how they could be. It's going to happen. I let's. I'm excited for the championship game, and I'm excited. Oh, they're not. We like the Montana State fans. Yeah, they're very friendly. Ryan Thornburg and uh, the. Um. Um. Oh my God! A bl- it's R&R another cast. Ryan. It's another the R&R Ryan. Cast. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, what? I I I'm blanking on Ryan's last name. But mm-hmm. the the R and R cast that you know we you keep we, on saying R and R cast. I'm not gonna give you that. I'm not giving you the the preserver. Oh, you know it. You know it. What is his name? <laughs> Did you say Ryan Thornburg? Yes. Okay. Oh, Ryan Foley. Ryan Foley. Yeah. How could you not know that? It's been a while since I've interacted with him. I've interacted with Thorn, Thornburg more recently. Oh, you didn't even know? No, I didn't. I couldn't. I can't, I, I can't live up the lie. Foley's it. They're both very nice. I just hope they don't turn it into a Lance situation as well. Okay. Um, that's it, I think, for talking about these games. And I, I, I believe we're only doing one show this week. Next week, we might only do one. And the intent is to have... Ryan Roberts on to talk about draft prospects. If he doesn't come on next week, it will be at some point. Um, and then the following week, we're gearing up for the uh, the national championship game. Sean, any closing thoughts? Uh, that's the schedule. Um, you could follow and interact with uh, Joe and myself on Twitter at Joe DeLeon at Sanderson Radio. Uh, the YouTube has been going bonkers. Oh, we had so- a big following. We got a big, big bump at following this past week. So thank you. Um, maybe, there's gonna be some, there, maybe there's going to be some changes. Uh, we, me and Joe had a, a not really a meeting today, but soon to be some brainstorming <laughs> on titles for the name of the, the I, panel. I, I like I like it. Okay. And I think that if we go broader um, or more generic, it's going to help. We're going to sell out. Yeah. Oh, yes. 100%. I'm saying the the one that we both like, I think, is best for our audience. Okay. We'll talk after what I have dream. Uh All right. Subscribe, follow, you know what the the deal to do. Um, Stay tuned. Drive safe.
This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.